0: Ji ka khalsa, Ji ki fateh. This is Bhupender Singh. I'm grateful, humbled, and honored to be of service through production of these podcasts. By grace of Guru, I'm bringing to you a total of five episodes on Ik Today's world is marred by pain, suffering, racism, violence, divisiveness and restlessness. There are wars and conflicts among nations, religions, communities, families and also among people at personal level. To understand and comprehend today's world, I turn to Gurgrant Sahib. I turn my focus on Ik Onkar that is meant to bring peace, tranquility, and equanimity through realization of oneness. In series of five podcasts, I will begin with introduction to Ik Onkar that is not bound to people of one faith. It is a universal message of Guru Nanak. I will also share how when we are separated from Ikkonkar we suffer at hands of our egocentric self. Not only we suffer, but we also cause pain to others. This is due to lack of understanding of what is God, what is nature of existence of God, and relevance of our existence in this context. These podcasts are meant to show roadmap to Ik Onkar, whereby all sufferings can end and a life of balance, peace and abundance can begin. With that said, let us begin our journey together of Ik Onkar. This is Bhupender Singh. Welcome to Episode 1 of podcast titled Ik Onkar. I will begin with introduction. Ik Onkar is not only a sense of Guru Granth Sahib, but also of the universe. Ik Onkar is oneness in form of one, all encompassing creative energy that fuels the universe. Until one does not see through the eyes of Ik Onkar, one remains blind to the true nature of existence, to the true nature of God, and also remains devoid of ulterior purpose of life. Looking through eyes of Ik Onkar implies. Realization of Ik Onkar Realization means a person is embodiment of Ik Onkar, like Guru Nanak and other Gurus. Ik Onkar has the utmost relevance in our personal life, in our personal transformation. Ik Onkar is the fragrance of the flower of oneness, that guru nanak has shared in form of his writings in guru granth sahib gurus and pagats have pointed towards this fragrance inhaling fragrance of ik onkar is realization of ik onkar upon realization of ik onkar our whole being becomes fragrant reflected in our thoughts and actions imbued in oneness. From ikonkar emerged the divine play of Naam and Homme, the forces seemingly opposing each other. At beginning of Guru Granth Sahib, a sense of whole Guru Granth Sahib is summed as ikonkar. Guru Granth Sahib is explicit in vivid elaboration of Onkar. Ikkonkar is from where the universe as we know originated. Everything in this universe is a pointer towards that one. By grace or Gurparsad, upon realization of Ikkonkar, one is able to see reality. Be the absolute truth, called Satnam. Guru Granth Sahib is structured around Ikkonkar to lead us, separated as Home back unto our ascents. In simple words, Ikkonkar means there is one creator and one creation. If we were to go a step further guided by Gurbani, we shall find, creator and creation are not different. In fact, creator is both inside and outside the creation. Further, Creation is manifestation of the Creator. The Creator is omnipresent, formless, all-encompassing creative energy, whereas creation has a form bound by time and space. Gurbani refers to this all-encompassing creative energy as Noor, Jot, the Anahat Shabad, Realization of Ikkonkar is becoming a witness to one Nur in everything, all the times, without a break. If you are seeking this miracle, what better roadmap than Guru Granth Sahib? Guru Granth Sahib is autobiography of Gurus and Pagats. An autobiography outlining their self-exploratory journey back to their mood, their origin, which is no different than ours. They have shared their roadmap in their own words, using examples from physical world of their times. One needs to be fully conscious of the context of the examples used to explain the formless path to realization of Ikh Onkar. Let us move to section 2, titled Road to Ikh Onkar. We should treat Guru Granth Sahib as a map for guidance from our understanding of Ikh Onkar to realization of Ikh Onkar. Let me clarify difference between understanding and realization. This is very important. We can easily explain meaning of ikunkar using realization of gurus and bhagats by reading and memorizing their writings. This is not our realization. Our realization, are our signatures in form of our sanskārs, the sanskārs which are beyond the realm of rajo, tamo and sato gunas. Guru Granth Sahib provides the roadmap from understanding to realization of ik-onkar. The roadmap to ik-onkar is provided in form of gur or method by the various gurus and pagats a one-line description of this roadmap is, shabad guru Surt Surth-Tun-Chela Gyan from Gurus and Pagats is the direction. It is a pointer. By comprehension and application of this gyan in our personal life, we are able to create our personal roadmap to realization of Ik As you can see, realization is personal, whereas understanding is collective. As we walk towards Ikonkar, Bani also serves the purpose of compass, whereby we experience aha moments, whenever inner experience in form of expansion of our awareness gets authenticated by Bani. For someone who is on the road To realization of Ikkonkar, Gurbani takes on a totally different meaning. One does not need to read translations or tikas of Bani. As one becomes Gurbani literate, this is because one is looking at Bani through their own experiential wisdom, through the application of Guru's message in the personal life. When we follow Guru Granth Sahib as a road map, we are automatically lifted above the bounds of fragments created in name of religion, color, nationality and so on. One who follows Guru Granth Sahib rises above Rajo, Tamo and Sato Gunas in which all fragments lie. One who follows a sense of Guru Granth Sahib lives by and this is reflected in their thoughts and actions. Guru Granth Sahib has a form, shape and size. But the sense of Guru Granth Sahib existed before its compilation and will exist beyond its life. One who has savoured a sense of Guru Granth Sahib. There is new relevance, context, and prominence of Bani liberating one from all forms of bondages. These changes are the fragrance of Ik Onkar. One who understands Guru Granth Sahib through experiential wisdom becomes embodiment of eternal truth, realizing depth and profoundness without getting caught up in literal meaning of words, languages, grammar, and cultural context. Literal meaning of words, language, grammar, and cultural context are time-bound pointers towards timeless ascents of Gyan. At peak of summer season, one who has savored sweet nectar of a ripe mango in the garden full of mango trees, knows a sense of all mangoes is the same. Such a person is said to know every mango in the garden, because he or she knows the essence of each mango is same. And is not caught up in color, shape, or size of the mangoes. One who has savored ambrosial nectar of gyan, known as pav, in a single Shabbat of Gurbani does not get tangled up in language or grammar. Pav is timeless, wrapped in time bound language and cultural context of the time when Bani was written by either a Guru or a Pagat. Here is a litmus test on way to realization of Ikkonkar. A Sikh shall ask himself or herself if he or she is a Sikh or Noor, Sikh being a parent's rituals, traditions, and culture. Noor being the essence of all creation. Nanak, Kabir, and other gurus and pagats realize Ik Noor. Upon realization of this Noor, realization of Ik Onkar, Nanak, Kabir, and other gurus and pagats are embodiment of that Noor. For this reason, they are all pointing towards ik Unkar. Hundreds of years apart, they pointed in their writings to the same Ik. If Noor is the sunlight, the creator, then creation that includes everything in this universe are the rays of the sun carrying the same light that is in the sun. Gurus and pagats are the rays of the same sun, just like us. What differentiates them from us is that we understand ik onkar, whereas they have realized ik onkar. Gurus and pagats have inhaled the fragrance of flower of ik onkar, whereas we read or hear about the fragrance. For that matter, Buddhas and Mohammeds, Christians, pointed to the same fragrance, though each used choice of their words in context of their times. Having not inhaled the fragrance of Ikonkar, we have developed misconceptions reflected in our understanding of nature, of our existence, and that of the Creator, famously known as God. I hope this helps in understanding the roadmap to ik onkar. If you need further reference, please go back to the podcast series titled "Nam Realization," where I spoke of a pyramid based on my personal experience, where we start off with Shabbat. Which results in sahej, and through sahej we meet satguru, and through satguru, we get naam realization, which ultimately leads to ik onkar. At this point, I will move on to section three, which I have titled "Significance of Ik Onkar." I do not think there is anything more significant than Ik Onkar in my life. Realization of Ik Onkar is very personal as it is reflected in our thoughts and our actions. Without realization of Ik Onkar, we see the world as fragmented, based on outer appearance of objects, including people. Without realization of Ik Onkar, we treat people based on their appearance we live a shallow life. Without realization of ik onkar, we are attached to form, which is bound by time and space. Without realization of ik onkar, we are attached to our bodies. This in turn bounds our existence to time, space and place, binding us to birth, and death. We do not understand true nature of our existence, true nature of God, and our true self. Without realization of ikonkar, one will see conflict among various ideologies. Experiential wisdom leads to realization of ik-onkar. To see past all conflicts is realization of ik-onkar. Realization is practicality of ik-onkar that morphs us into our truer sense. Ik-onkar is convergence of multiplicity of differences, identifications, divisions, fragments, perspectives, opinions into singularity through Shabad Guru, by Grace, or another of the Guru. Realization of Onkar is walking backwards to where we started off from, like a leaf on a tree tracing itself back to the seed, to its own origin. Realization of Ikkonkar is walking from form into formlessness, past our physical body, our mind, and our soul. We are born as humans from one source, Ik Noor Te Sab Jag Upjaya Kaun pale Kaun bande. Then we became Sikhs. Hindus, Muslims, Christians, or Indians, Americans, or an engineer, doctor, teacher, lawyer or husband, wife, brother, rich, poor, or something else that makes us more or less than someone else, or we like certain people and then others we dislike, This is imprisonment. Imprisoned in our own divisive walls, we cringe to be free, to be children again when we did not wear the eyes of divisiveness. We have to demolish every two-faced wall of our bias, like dislike, love hatred, worry happiness, or two-faced walls of our bias. And these walls are inside us. When these walls fall inside us, we become peace, joy, human, once again. The falling of these walls is realization of Ik Onkar, a very intrinsic phenomenon. Anything short is not freedom, is not liberation. To be free of all labels we impose on ourselves is realization of ikonkar. To be free is to be the nur, our essence, the one nur that makes possible lifting of your in every hand, your in every eye to see, your ears and every other ear to hair. Manifestation of ik-nur is a miracle that keeps one afloat. Otherwise, otherwise, be ready to get consumed by fire of lust, anger, attachment, greed and pride. And on top of that, not being aware of this fire burning inside. Guru Nanak Dev ji uttered Ik Onkar upon his realization when he appeared after 3 days by Beni. Ik Onkar is that nur which is imbued in each molecule of the universe There is no place without this nur. The string of Ik Onkar in Guru Granth Sahib holds all the shabads all the gyan like beads in a necklace. Without the string, beads in a necklace scatter and acquire a different meaning as the context without the string is lost. Without the string of ikonkar, it is not possible to experience full potency of Shabads and Jnana of Guru Granth Sahib, though it is a matter of nadhar. Our grace of Akal Purakh for one to grasp full potency of Guru Granth Sahib, yet our efforts guided by Guru are the enablers to become worthy of another. Always remember Shabad or Jnana is the Guru and our Surt or Tyan or Awareness is the Chela. Shabad is the vehicle on which our Dhyan has to ride in order to traverse across the pavsagar of illusions, of Maya, of Manmat. Without Shabad as Guru, all our definitions, meanings and understandings comes from Manmat. Manmat is time-bound intelligence that has limits, therefore prone to pride, attachment, and pain. Manmat can help us excel in worldly gains but fails to guarantee our well-being. Gurmat from Guru as Shabad is timeless, boundless intelligence that holds true at all the places under all conditions. Gurmat is like an all-terrain vehicle capable of traversing us through worldly and spiritual dimensions of our existence. Let us focus on a sense of guru Granth Sahib once more. In other words, let our Surth be in Shabbat, for Shabad as Guru to guide us. Let us go beyond the literal meaning of words to soak in a sense of Guru Granth Sahib by using the method provided by Guru Nanak himself. Anang 878, Guruji writes, Tun mein Tiaan Tiaan mein Janya Gurmukh Akath Kahaani Man mein Jyot Jyot Manua Panch Mille Gurpahi Nanak Tinke Sad Balihari Jin Ek Shabad The inexpressible story of creation is revealed to a Gurmukh when their dhyan is in the Tun. This Tun is of the Shabad inside us, not accessible through five senses. Tian, Man, Live, and Surt are synonymous words. Tun of Shabad, gyan, Guru are also synonymous words. This implies the only way to know the inexpressible is upon revelation when we as Tian remains immersed In Tun of Shabbat. As the story of creation and creator is beyond words, any description is bound to fall short. A Gurmukh is the one whose mind has totally dissolved in Shabbat. Guruji further states the Jyot is in Man and the Man is inside the Jyot. The Jyot is the Brahma Gyan. Brahma is that omnipresent intelligence from which planets, stars, galaxies, and universe originated. The five elements, space, air, fire, water, and earth, also came from the same source. These five elements are the building blocks of nature, building blocks of existence, The five elements came together in varying proportions, to appear in numerous forms. The omnipresent intelligence translated itself through five elements into living and non-living things and all natural resources of the universe that support all forms of life. At macroscopic level, these forms appear as planets, stars, solar systems galaxies and the universe. This divinely play is governed by natural laws called hukam in Gurbani. Hukam maintains balance, harmony and abundance in the universe. The laws of nature is again the omnipresent, intelligence present in each molecule of the universe, totally self-sufficient, self-reliant, relentless and selflessly supporting the universe. Pay attention to this one. The Jyot is in man. Man me jot. Further, jyot me manua. The mind, the man, is inside the jot. This implies other than jot, there is nothing else. When man realizes this akat kahani, it transforms into the jyot. This is revelation of one revelation of ik onkar. If you notice, man has to become zero to know one, to realize ik. Onkar. Zero is symbolic of death while being alive. Zero is transformation of the man into jyot. Zero relates to homeless man called Jyot. There are different ways to state the same dissolution of Home. Upon such a state of man, all senses become one collective force like brothers in hand. Guru Nanak bows forever to the one in whose live or tihan is shabad in other words one who sees through the eyes of guru or shabad or gyan only sees ik onkar ik jot ik noor in everything through eyes of ik onkar one sees same jot beyond the physicality of this world This is reflected in their personality, when they make their decisions not based on physical appearance, not what they see on the surface. As the five vices are associated with physical form, such a being is not driven by lust, anger, attachment, greed, and pride. It can be said one is free of five vices upon realization of Ikkonkar as one sees the same jot in everything. I am not sure if there is anything else more significant than realization of Ikkonkar knowing how well it transforms our life. It is like being in paradise. Being in paradise when rest of the world is burning in the five vices, burning in hell. This is a Satyug, even when outside there is a Kalyug. This is the significance of konkar and a to Guru Nanak for showing us the path. This concludes Episode 1 of 5. In the Episode 2, I will talk about practicality of ikonkar and continue our journey. Thanks for listening to this podcast and giving me the opportunity to be of service. Vaheguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Ji Ki Fateh